That's right. Welcome back to another edition of Paraprobe with your host, Chance and Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, Who's Jesse. Who's that Jim. guy? I don't know. Who's anybody. that guy? That funny little leprechaun next to me. Ain't got no. Because you're wearing like all green, dude. Like, did you plan that? I mean, that's camouflage, bro. Who are you trying to hide from? Everybody. <laughs> By the FBI. <laughs> I am incognito. Well, all right. So, anyways, today it is Saturday, February 11th, and we have. Coming up in about 15 minutes, we've got Chad Lindbergh going to be joining us on air. We're going to be talking to him about some upcoming projects that he's working on and a little bit of past stuff that he's done, which is a little bit of everything when we go back and we look at all the stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was watching like Sons of Anarchy. I was going back and watching some of the old shows, and he like played a drug dealer on there, man, and I was just <laughs> cracking up, and I was like, dude, there's Chad. <laughs> which brings us to our PSA. Yes. Don't, don't smoke crack. Exactly. PSA over. And and don't do it where there's a bunch of bikers that like run that territory because they're gonna get beat up like Chad did in the show. So yeah. oh, did he? Yeah. Right, look, he got smacked around a little bit. Yeah. Nah. He just pops up in everything I've been watching, like <laughs> Supernatural, Fast. Still, fa- I have to laugh because mm-hmm. when Fast and Furious came out and it's all the rage, now I'll watch it because you know car guy junk. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a lot wrong in that movie. <laughs> I was like, bro. Tell me about it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we definitely got a lot of good things coming up in the near future, too. We got some events we're going to be uh, broadcasting live from. A lot of people were wanting a little taste of the Chance and Jesse. Oh, no. I know, right? And speaking of which, we need you people. We need you out there. We need all of you to start listening to this show. Because right now... If you really, truly feel love in your heart, you will save Paraprobe. You'll go back and listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, OnlyFans coming to a theater near you. Make sure you go back and listen to Paraprobe and all of our past shows. But you can only do it if you truly believe in love. I mean, like the famous words of Huey Lewis in the nudes. It don't take money. It don't take fame. You don't even need a credit card to ride this train. Just go find Paraprobe on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Spotify. We are putting the VD back in Valentine's Day. <laughs> we have been trying to get your attention. We have sent up three, count them three, Valentine's Day balloons so far. And all three have been shot down by F-22 Raptors. Apparently, the government does not believe in love. We've been trying to show our love to all of you and spread all of us across the U.S. and now Canada. So please, oh my goodness! If you want to save this show, go look for Paraprobe, P-A-R-A-P-R-O-B-E, Paraprobe, and iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, you will find us. I promise. So make sure you just show love, and save love, and make sure for all of you out there, this coming VD season, and I mean Valentine's Day, not syphilis. Make sure you let your loved ones know how much you love them and say, go watch Paraprobe. Right. And stop shooting down my balloons, bro. And I'll stop shooting down our, our Valentine's Day balloons, man. We worked hard on those things. We had them filled with, like, cards, and now they're all burned up and scattered <laughs> over the ocean in Alaska and, man. Canada, over by North Carolina. Man, government has no love for Valentine's Day, man. Right? Jeez. Big old heart on it, too. I know, right? Oh, you said heart on. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I thought you said something else. We have that for Valentine's Day, too, but anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we do have a lot of live events coming up in the near future. Like I said, you guys can go back and, you know, uh, you know, look at all of our social media. Just put in Paraprobe. You'll find us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're on everything. It's still up, right? We're not, like, banned or anything? Surprisingly, no. Okay. We're not banned yet. Uh, and then you can find me, Chance Hancock. Be. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Chance DXR, like the letter D. Yeah, bringing you the D. Chance DXR on Twitter. Uh, Jesse, what's yours on Twitter? I don't know. Jesse don't get the Caffeinated? <laughs> no, no. The... I'm just on Instagram. Uh, Jesse the Caffeinated on Instagram. That's it. Oh, okay. Um, Whatever. But you can find Paraprobe on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, find Paraprobe on Twitter. You can find it at Paraprobe Radio. Everything else, Instagram, Facebook, it's just Paraprobe. 
Uh, and make sure also, too, if you get bored and you want to let us know how much you love us, just go to 1490wwpr.com. And they have the contact page right there. You can contact the station, let them know how much you love us, you know, how much you want us for your Valentine's Day season, and, and how much you really want to get your balloon from us. You know, we've been sending them out, but they keep getting shot down. It's weird. No way. What? I haven't seen this movie. What, Rise of the Zombies? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, LeVar Burton in there, too? Oh, yeah. Chandler. Danny Trejo? All right, look, I got to get... No. Ethan Suple? He's there? Yeah, I'm... Let's minimize this because I'm getting sidetracked. Dude, have you seen him lately? Who? Ethan Suple. No. Dude, that guy is jacked. I don't even know who that is. The, 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 okay, go go back to it. All right, that guy right there. No way. Yeah. Didn't he used to be like a fat guy? Yeah, he used to be. Yeah. Holy crap, he's huge. Exactly, dude. Wow. He got tired of like, you know, literally of people making fun of his weight and stuff yeah, like being that. Yeah, fat guy on everything. And he, yeah, and exactly. Oh, that's where I know him from. My name is Earl, man. Yeah, and he wanted. I can't remember the title. Dude, he was oh, in. Oh no way. American History X. What? Yeah, yeah, dude. He was on there, too. Butterfly Effect? Dude, he was in everything. Oh, yeah. He's been in so dude, many films, him man. and Chad Lindbergh. No wonder. I know. Dude. But he's a, a really cool guy. I listen to him on a couple of other interviews and stuff, and I definitely want to get him on the show, too. I mean, the the guy's awesome, and he's everything he's done to get in shape now, and I mean, the guy you saw looks like a professional bodybuilder is all natural. No steroids, no nothing like that. He legitimately lost weight, worked out, got in shape. And uh, now, man, he's awesome. He's better shaped than you and I by a long shot. Yeah, fair enough. I need to, I need to get back on it. Why? Why? What do you mean, why? I'd rather just be doing radio and sit down and not have to work out. <laughs> I, I'm going to work out regardless. I, I know we're we're in reasonable shape. We are. I mean, we're good looking guys. I mean, you know, we we think we are, anyways. I didn't know where I was going with that one. I kind of lost track. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I was just ignoring you. You know what's um, funny though. <laughs> 90% of our followers on social media are females. Really? Yeah. I, I don't really pay attention. I mean, some of them are homeless and stuff, but, you know, they still follow us, so, I had man. somebody tell me that somebody was insulting me in the comments, and I didn't notice. Somebody was insulting you in the comments? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Somebody, I went back and deleted it, and I was just like, look, I don't need the negativity, but then, like, had no idea what was going on, because, like, I don't even have notifications for any of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You're supposed to be staying on top of social media. It's no, what we do. No, I don't. Oh, God, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Right. Unprofessional. Who cares? I know. Oh. Man. It's literally my And Lord knows life. we try to be professional. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face, man. Not even close. Yeah. A lot of people out there, they, they listen to all these different shows, stuff like that. You know, And some shows really are. They're, they're planned and everything. We're unplanned like a pregnancy. I mean, seriously, we don't plan nothing for the show. We literally, like, know who we're going to talk to, and that's what we do. We just go, okay, we're going to talk to this person. Awesome. We have l – let's make a correction here. We okay. have tried to plan. We tried to plan. And every time we've planned, like the Christmas show. Yes. We got probably 15 minutes into that, and we're like, all right, screw this. We're done. <laughs> we literally got 15 – okay, for a backstory here. We go got, back and listen to it. We – no, Fast we got about 15 minutes and boom, there's the show. Yeah, <laughs> we literally got 15 minutes in this Christmas show that we were supposed to be doing for this special block on a Christmas party for Christmas Day. They were going to play our show on a special play. They did play our show. They and and they did. There. Yeah, yeah, and they did. But the the thing is, we got about, like you said, about 15 minutes into it and we we went so off topic, dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are definitely the show with ADHD, big time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely agreed. Speaking of, I am totally. Yes off topic there all right, all right. so anyways going back uh to some of the things we got coming up we have a couple of live uh gigs that are going to be coming up we'll be posting that to all of our social media that'll be out there so you guys come out and see us hang out with us was that april uh yes we have okay. one and coming up in april we got a few more you know paranormal stuff that we're going to be doing because as everybody knows jesse and i both are paranormal investigators too been doing it for a long long time actually really good at what we do um at least i think so reasonably reasonably, reasonably good yeah yeah and, uh, we're, we're not we're not going for any Academy Awards or anything like that. But, yeah, 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 we're not gonna get an Emmy for a, a, a you know a TV show for this, but yeah, 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 might get I don't know probably a fine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That one I see happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna see FCC slapping a fine our direction might sooner or later. Get for arrested or something? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> what did you get arrested for? Um, so see what happened was I was in the woods looking for a Bigfoot and. Uh, <laughs> 
That was not a Bigfoot, but <laughs> I had to take a pee. That <laughs> was too was, close to those people that were camping. Yeah, it was on the campsite. <laughs> and apparently somebody had a camera. <laughs> <sighs> the story of our lives. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, we, we definitely, uh, we got some pretty good stuff coming up. You just got to tune into all of our social media, like we were talking about. Uh, all kidding aside, all definitely. All social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all my social media, at least. Paraprobes and mine. No, I, I, I keep up on it. I'm yeah. And also, too, make sure you go out there and, uh, by the way, if you, if you are going to, like, go back and listen to our past shows, hey, please share them. Share them to your social media. Get people out there paying attention. Uh, our show has been nominated for the Best of the Bay of, uh, twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, two years in a row. Been nominated for Best of the Bay competition out of Tampa Bay. Uh, we also have been nominated as the, one of the, we're number six in top 15 paranormal talk shows on the web, uh, which is pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that one I never saw coming. Uh, I got contacted by them. They wanted to do a big article about us, and they did. And we've had some articles written about us. We've actually accomplished quite a bit within just span of two years. We really have. I mean, granted, we haven't like you know won an Emmy or an Oscar. Or, no, yeah. haven't even been stalked yet. What is up with that? Oh no, I've been stalked. Not by not because of the show, but I've been stalked. <laughs> if not because of the show, then Ooh. what? But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was scary. I, I wound up marrying her. So <laughs> shut up. What? <laughs> uh, stuff okay, in all slap uh, them when you okay, get in all fairness, I stalked my wife, but yeah. Really? Yeah. What's well, not really stalking? You already know where they live. So. That's exactly what stalking is. No, stalking is following them home. I, I already knew where she lived. Yeah, but after, after you follow them home, you know where they live, and if you keep doing it. No, 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 no. You know what? I stopped doing that. I stopped doing it when I scared her when I came out of the closet. But, you know, that that kind of... And I don't mean, like, popping out and scaring her, not like the other way. (laughs) But, uh... Uh, No, I'm kidding. Lord, have mercy. No, uh, actually, me and my wife actually met on the internet. We had actually met on uh, Plenty of Fish. It was a dating website. We met, like, multiple years ago. And uh, we started dating, and then, I don't know, she warned me. I like that. I like how you said multiple, so you don't have to be obliged to give an exact number and if you get the date wrong you're not in trouble <laughs> <laughs> actually i wasn't even trying to do that i was just saying multiple years you know it's, it's been a while um but anyways we <laughs> something smells like crap i am so gonna punch you in the throat after this show thanks man i am so sleeping on the couch tonight um uh, no you're not actually we met back in 2014 okay so there I just, off the top of my head, mathematically, can't tell you how many years it's been, but it's been a while. It's been a minute. Oh, I was just uh, looking at this note here. It says something about the F word. Can't say the F word. Oh, it definitely wasn't us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not us. <laughs> Let's clarify that now. <laughs> he picked up the note from a past thing that had nothing to do with the shows. Yeah, no. Yeah. But it's a good reminder because some of us, <clears throat> me, um, <laughs> have a tendency. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's the reason why Jesse and I have been talking about doing this uncensored podcast version of this show that we want to do. And it's going to be video and everything. We're talking about throwing it out there on Amazon Prime and everything for everybody to be able to watch us. And actually see us live doing, or not live, but seeing us, you know, in person doing the show instead of, you know, listening to us. And the reason for being is because... Nobody listens to us. It's No, it's not that. <laughs> what they don't understand is doing a live show on the radio. Trust me, me and Jesse cuss like sailors. And we have to be very, very careful about what we, we say. Were. Yeah, because we were. <laughs> so we have to be very careful about what we say and how we say it and everything else. And we, we tap dance on that line quite often. But we, uh, thank God, we've never crossed that line. So, yeah. But the Uncensored Podcast show that we want to do, you know, another version of this... Um, it's, we will cut the line. We won't we cross will, it. We'll just ram it. We'll just ram through the line, yeah, definitely. And also, too, we're wanting to do a little bit of other topics besides paranormal, which this show we do that often, too. We go outside the paranormal. It's not always paranormal. Um, yeah, because we don't care. Yeah, because we don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's our show. We can do what we want. Hey. Wow, he's early. Oh, somebody's calling in. I wonder who that may be. It, it can't, did you really try to answer without answering the phone? That's pretty awesome. <laughs> hey, um, oh, Jesse is such a consummate me. professional. Get you over there if somehow the phone's messed up and I hang up. Hey, remind him. No bad language. 
try the other one. He's on this one. I'll get him on the other one. Anyways, I'm going to keep on talking because Jesse's having an issue with the phone over here. They've been having an issue with it here recently. They pretty much got it fixed. but Yeah, they changed the phone, and every so often it winds up getting stuck. So it's weird. Anyhow, so Chad is on the phone. He's on hold right now. We'll be bringing him on here in a second. Um, also, too, make sure you go out there once again and you know pay attention to... Which number did you give him? Uh, the 1490. Jesse's having such an issue with this. That's what I love about live radio. <laughs> I wish to God you people were in studio with me right now. See, this is why I want to do a live podcast with the cameras. So you guys can watch Jesse going into panic mode right now, trying to get this thing to work. It is hilarious. Um, wow, this is not cool. Are you able to talk to him right now? Is it even hooked up, bro? It should be. If I break it, can um, somebody get a new one? Can you try? <laughs> um, that might be a potentiality. Can do you think we can call him and do it? Yeah, let's just call him. Here, give me something to write on. There's your pen, piece of paper. There we go. Go ahead. I just saw that board light up. That's hilarious. Yeah. So this is why we want to start doing the show live from our. Our podcast show too because all Hold our up. stuff works. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries, man. No hey, worries. we got you, Chad. Ah, I figured it out. We got you. Oh, nice. All right, so yeah. a quick reminder: just you know, we're on live radio, so watch the language, Chad. This is Chance. What's going oh. on, brother? <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? Nice, to, nice to see you, dude. Hey, same here, man. Bro, I don't know what happened. They did something with the phones this week. It at was the station. unplugged. Well, it was unplugged. It was unplugged. It was literally unplugged. Some idiot unplugged the board. <laughs> There you go. There we go. So, yeah, this is this is why we're going to be opening up our own studio so we can just do our show and then just send it in. Right, right. <laughs> so what's going on, man? Oh, uh, chilling, enjoying the weekend. I'm telling you right now, man, down here in Florida, the the weather's been really nice, but today it just turned into a rainy, rainy day. It's a nice rainy day, though. Well, that's good. At least it's nice. Well, tomorrow's supposed to be really nice, and I plan on taking a Harley out and going out, out for a ride tomorrow. So, uh, That'll be nice, dude. Yeah. So let's go ahead and just jump right on, on into everything right now. So the first thing I want to start with is, dude, looking at your credits of all the things that you have done or been on or anything like that, bro, how? How do you have that much time? <laughs> I don't know, you know, I guess it's, it's been spanned over, you know, 25, almost 30 years. So what seems like, you know, a lot of stuff, and it is, uh, uh, thankfully, um, it's spanned over so much time, you know. So, uh, but, you know, I am busy between, you know, the traveling and the conventions and the car shows and the ghost hunts and all that kind of stuff, man. I'm, I'm busy. See, that's the thing, man. It's like, you know, Jesse and I were talking about this earlier. I'm like, you know talking about you being into paranormal plus doing film work television shows yeah. jesse and i when we were talking about it we both have seen shows or a movie in the last week at least three different yeah. things that we've seen you in that we we're like oh, oh my god really? i forgot he was in that like sons of anarchy when you were playing a drug yeah. dealer on there yeah you know yeah. Uh, uh you know supernatural obviously you know playing ash you know and then course, yeah and then of course back to the fast and furious and i gotta know why did they not bring your character back? They never officially showed you dead, man. I know it's it's one of the the great mysteries of you know the Fast franchise and my career. It, here's the thing: I die in almost everything I do. That is so, true. You know, it makes sense. And listen, you know, like it, Jesse was the most relatable character of that movie. Jesse was the audience. So I think, you know, he had to die. Someone's got to, like, you have to feel that weight of, like, oh, that guy dies, and then, you know, propels the story forward. However, they could have, you know, if they wanted to, they could they, do it. Uh, they brought everybody else back. I mean, seriously, totally. man. Story of my life. Story of my life. <laughs> man, I tell you, you know what? We're just going to do our own version of Fast and Furious, and we're going to make you star in it. How about that? Exactly. <laughs> call, it, call it Jesse. <laughs> exactly. There it's going to be a spin-off version. It's going to be called Jesse, and that's it. 
Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like even in Supernatural. Like when I was, you know, I, I was watching all the series of the Supernatural, you know, keeping up with it. And, you know, of course, I yeah. saw your character Ash on there. And how convenient, they turn you into Ash eventually. And it's like, what oh, the hell, man? This is this is what happens to me. It's it's because, and I've had a lot of time to think about it, you know, 30-odd years of like, oh, why did they kill me? And it's because I have a very trusting, sort of like, just lovable sort of face. Like, you feel That's bad true. When, when I die. And that's like, you, you're like, oh, that guy, that guy died. So I think it's just because I have that face. You know, you don't want to see me die, which is a good thing. But Dude, in Hollywood, man, there of is... course, and then of course I die, and then everything just takes off. Oh, of course, absolutely, it, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, the next time you have to do a film, grow a beard, put on a fake scar, <laughs> whatever you got to do, man, keep yourself in that film, bro. <laughs> no, it, it always finds me though. It always happens. But you know what, honestly, I mean, because like I've done a lot of film work too, and working behind the scenes uh, with a buddy of mine, yeah. John Rusnick, down here. So I get it, I understand it, and and it is one of those things where you do have, you have that guy next door quality in most of the characters that you played that we have seen in real life. Like I've known right. a Jesse in my life, I've known an Ash in my life, you know, so on and so forth. I'm right here. Yes, and like Jesse next to me, <laughs> and he's that, a, You see, you see how close it is. It is true because he is very ADHD and he loves cars, so it kind of fits. Yeah, you know? and I'm probably going to die before you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, what all kind of like special projects you got going on right now, or can you talk about it yet? I know I saw a blurb sure. from you just the other day about a project you're working on. Yeah. So, so yeah, so there has been something that's been a year and a half in my pocket, kind of NDA for, and I would say that I'm, I am, I'm just around the corner of being able to say what it is, and it's definitely one of the, I will say, the, the, the hint that I've given is, it's, it's one of the big universes out there, you know, it's not fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's something that we all know, and I'm really excited about that. Um, and, and being able not to talk, I mean, not being able to talk about it, it's a real chore. Oh, I, I bet. All kinds of like excitement around it. I'm like, I can't say anything. Uh, but it's cool. It's a good problem to have. And then, um, uh, uh, Icons on Earth to Fast and Furious is a docu-series on Vice TV right now. And that's a, um, it's a, basically a, a docu-series on the entire franchise. And it breaks down every movie, the stunts, the casting, the drama, all that stuff, and that's every Monday on Vice TV. And I think the fifth episode is on uh, this Monday, uh, but they're replaying them all the time. And I narrate all six episodes. So if you're looking oh, nice. for nostalgia, yeah, it's it's a really good show. They've done a really nice job. Oh, I'll definitely be going back and checking that out. Yeah, that's yeah, phenomenal. That, I, I can't – I'm going to have to – what is Vice on? Am I losing it here? I it's got its own. It's got its own channel. Its own channel. Uh, they have really? their own channel. Vice TV. Yeah, okay. they do a lot of good stuff. I, see, yeah. this this is why Jesse's my co-host. <laughs> yeah, no, I I have to get find out where to watch things and stuff. I literally like go on like Hulu or Netflix or something or whatever and just throw something on and put it in the background. Totally. Now I got a well, quick. There's so much now, right? Mm-hmm. Now I got a quick question. Now I know you obviously are in real life actually a car guy too. I've seen a lot of the stuff that you post, everything else. Yeah. In Fast and the Furious, the the movie, how much of the yeah. driving was actually done by you guys? I know quite a bit, obviously, by stunt guys, but was there a lot of driving yeah. you guys actually got to do? Great question. So the last thing they would want to do is put the actors behind the wheel of these cars. Mm -hmm. They were rent out. They were loners. You know, they were actual cars that belonged to real people, and then they would <laughs> duplicate them so they could shoot them. They could, uh, you know, blow them up. Um, there's one little scene where we're going to get parts in the movie, and that's all of us driving. And that it's a little tiny clip of you see us going to get parts and going back to the to the garage. Mm -hmm. That we drove. Uh, other than that, no. And they had built this thing called a Mick rig, and that was uh, Mick was one of the uh, the stunt guys who had this genius idea to kind of like have this picture car. It was kind of this like go kart kind of thing. And they put the camera in that, so you actually felt like we were in the cars. And so that's what they did. And then they hauled us around. Like they, my my race with Johnny Tran, they put us in a um in one of those cars. And then they 
attached it to a semi that had all the cameras and the crew and the director, and then they would, like, pull us at, like, you know, 60, 70 miles per hour. And then I would have a car next to me for my eyeline. So, you know, for the real, I mean, and I didn't have to do anything but just react and be in that scenario. And, uh, you know, that was, I remember the first one we did, you know, it was, like, awesome, and I was, like, all this adrenaline. And the director's like, you got one more in you? I'm like, heck yeah, man. <laughs> it's kind of like me when i get on my bike i got a uh, harley davidson uh b-rod muscle and that, oh, wow. that thing is a beast man it's fast and i try so hard not to speed i really do <laughs> but there's those moments man on the open interstate not a whole lot of traffic around you know early morning hours like now yeah, open up just a little bit more a little yeah, bit you more gotta, you a little bit more and let me tell you, you're a braver man than I. Motorcycles, I just, I, you know, takes a special kind of person. You would never find. Oh, I'm one. special, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, my other choice of vehicle that I drive is my Jeep Rubicon. It's lifted and everything, uh, so yeah. it's a lot safer. I don't have to worry about people really too much hitting me <laughs> driving that thing. That's good. <laughs> now, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, you know, since we can't really talk too much in detail, obviously, the new project you got coming on. Uh, what yeah. I know you do all the conventions for the ghost hunting stuff, especially back from Ghost Stalkers. Uh, do you have any conventions coming up in the near future involving the ghost hunting stuff? Definitely. I want to say there's going, going to be one coming up in Iowa that we're still sort of uh, hammering things out in September, late September. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I usually do a handful of them, but I've kind of just backed off a little bit. I did I did one this year in Texas, um, but it's been a minute since I've gotten out there. And, then, yeah, you know, it takes a lot out of you, right? Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. You're overnight, and, you're, you, you know, you take people out, and and then you, you come against whatever you're coming against in, in these locations. You never know. Dude, so, I'm... Um, I totally you know. get it, man, for real. Like, back in the days with the DeadX Radio days, like, the last time you and I actually talked was when I was with uh, the guys on DeadX Radio. And, yes. uh, yeah, and so, like, we had to MC all these different events, you know, that they want us to come out and do. Like, we did Lakeland Zombie Fest, and there was, like, 18,000 people out there. You know, we've done Comic-Con events that we MC'd, you know, the whole nine yards. And uh, so I get the, the constant on the go and all that. But you, you're always on the go and taking up acting stuff that you have to do. I still, I cannot wrap my mind around that, man. Well, in, well it's changed. You know, the business has changed to where, like, auditions, usually, you know, back in the day, we had to go into the office. We had to drive to the casting offices. Now, it's all self-tapes. So that does kind of free up a lot of time and sort of, like, you know, uh, yeah. we can be fluid about it. You know, I can I can travel to one of these places, do the work, get an audition, put it up in my hotel room, and send it off. So that's you know, convenient. That benefit. Yeah, yeah, big time convenient. Like, what's one of your favorite projects that you've done? Like, which uh, film or TV show that you had like the most fun? Uh, uh, great question. I love them all for different reasons. Um, each one has its own lesson and fun and different thing that I learn or people. Uh, sometimes they're really great. Sometimes they're okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I'm looking back for me as an actor. Uh, I did the remake to I Spit on Your Grave. Yeah. Which came out. It's a, if, you're, if anyone's listening, that's a, a horror uh, buff. Uh, that movie is a uh, old, old horror classic. And I was in the 2010 remake. And it's not for everybody. It's, it's a <laughs> A controversial film. It's a very tough that. film to watch. It is. I've watched it. It, it is. Yeah. Totally. As, what did you think? And you can be honest. I'm, I'm oh, I thought curious. it was great. I, love to know what people thought. I thought it was great because of the fact that this. Uh, how can I put this? The psychological side of it. It really yeah. kind of drew you in and made like really really tense. And okay, you know, like some horror films, like like I'll give you an example: Paranormal Activity. You're always expecting something to jump out or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, so you're a little on edge, waiting for that to happen. This film is the psychological side that's very almost realistic in a sense, I guess best way to put it, that that really makes you tense and it makes you nervous, man. It's, yeah, it's definitely one of those tense films to watch. Uh I think, actually, I think right now, I believe it's on Netflix, I think. Great. Now I'm going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's an interesting movie and, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of couples watch it and they'll have like different reactions, you know, um, yeah, 
Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it's. It's, it's definitely yeah, not a date movie. We'll it's, say that much. Oh, well, I, was, I was totally thinking of doing it for Valentine's. No, Day. No, it's definitely not a Valentine's <laughs> Day movie. Exactly. Actually, but funny enough, I believe that's when it was released in 2010. Oh, yes. it came out around Valentine's Day because the poster said it's date night with big scissors. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That there, there's no way to like actually make the. Oh my god. That's like that had that to be perfect. one of the. Yeah. Whoever came up with that idea to put that out there for that film for advertising, genius. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's, it's date night. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> And, of course, I have a lot of people talking about in the movie October Sky that you didn't yeah. die. Exactly. I did not die. That was very early on in my career, but I had already died, like, four times before I did October Sky. And I was 21 <laughs> in October Sky. So I was already, like, on my way to dying. Uh, but I did not die in October Sky. <laughs> um, thankfully... Um, and that movie is a honestly a, a huge gem of uh, something very special to me in so many ways. I you know I just the true story of it, the way that it happened, uh, my experience doing it, my big first studio movie, Homer Hickam is just a, a, a good friend of mine actually and a mm-hmm. hero of mine. And um, yeah, man, like you can you can show that movie to your kids, you know what I mean? And it stands. It stands till Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, whenever I uh was had posted out there about you coming on the show, you know, the first time I put that out, uh buddy of mine, uh Nick Simons, uh from Twenty Eight Days Haunted, the first thing he did was he liked it and then he commented and said, He didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I'm honored. Yeah, no, see I now I'm nervous because like Every time you're in a movie – so I have this bad problem when I watch a show, movie, whatever. Whatever character I like the most always dies, no matter what. Of course. Um, my wife thinks it's hilarious. And <laughs> when I was watching Supernatural, I'm like, dude, Ash is on the level. He's, you love them dude. for the mullet. Don't yeah. lie, bro. Absolutely. Oh, everybody had did. Like the, of course. Had, everybody did. You can't hate yeah. a mullet. You I can't. Mean, Joe Dirt – was probably a terrible movie, but it was so awesome because of the mullet. It was, but I feel like Ash took it to a level of sexiness. That just absolutely. Did. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. That that was like sheer like trailer park sexiness at its finest. It, yeah. I, you know, yeah, I love that. That's a great, great description. I I knew immediately when I got the audition that I was going to book that. I I just knew, you know, you know when you know. And I remember going to the audition, and there probably was like a good 25, 30 dudes in there, a lot of people. And I was like, no, this is mine. I went in with a a sleeveless um, uh, shirt, like a, a flannel shirt, and I went in and shaked everyone's hand because producers were there, everybody. And they said, whenever you're ready. So what I did was, because I knew Ash had to be big, had to be like, had to come in big. So mm-hmm. I turned around, I, I unbuttoned my shirt. And then I, I turned around and I started the scene bare-chested. And, uh, yes. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And they, they started laughing. I got the call that night because I was like, that's the way to do it. And, Dude, and I, and I, I won. I promise you, after you walked out of that room, guaranteed they were already like, yeah, we'll just see the other ones just oh, out of courtesy. Totally. But, yeah, he's already got it, dude. <laughs> he's got it. And, you know, yeah, and I knew it in the room. Like, sometimes you just know. Uh, and that's that's what I do miss about not, you know, because of COVID, um, we don't go into the rooms anymore. Hopefully we go back to that at some point. Because it is something about that. But, like... But yeah, you you know when you're in the room and you and you hit that mark and you're like, ah. <laughs> have you ever had a moment where you've yeah. auditioned for something and you thought that you did not get it, but you wound up getting it? Yes, plenty of times, plenty of times. There was times I'm like, oh, I I flubbed that up, and and then I get the call, and usually the first words out of my mouth, I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> no way. But you know, but you know what though, that right there is a sign, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show. I've been, you know, following you for a long time, you know, fan of yours, stuff like that. You know, like I said, back from the Dead X Radio days, you know, we were kind of like, a, in a sense, I guess you would say, like, you know, just casual friends, you know, on social media and stuff. Yeah. But 
But the thing is that I've always liked you because you were always humble. And that's what I always thought was awesome about you. Yeah, it's like you'll bring the ego out of humor, you know, like we do. Like we we come like especially me, I come across with a huge ego, but it's out of humor. It's show. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. But like for (laughs) real, man, it's like, you know, I see your postings. I see the stuff that you talk about, you know, and and liking other people's stuff and everything else. And especially right now in this interview, it it really shows how humble you are because like you said, first, yeah, first words out of your mouth is, are you serious? That that's a sign of humility and humbleness right there, and that is awesome. Don't ever change that. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. I strongly, and this is my God's honest opinion, and I'm not saying this because you're on the show, because I think you know me well enough that I really don't care about people's opinions. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> but my honest opinion, I think for I think that your career in acting is not even remotely close to being over. I think it's definitely um, going to get bigger and better as it goes. Um, that means a lot to me to hear that. Thank you so much, man. It's it's, it's a journey. It's a long, long journey, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it means a lot to hear that. Thank you. Thank you, brother. You are welcome, man. And one thing's Thank for certain, you, we are going to investigate together sooner or later. Yes. We're going to have happen. to, bro. It needs to happen. It needs to happen. It's bound to happen. We're probably going to be Where doing... Where would you want to go? You know what? I don't know yet, man. I haven't really put my thumb on like the the one place that I just have to go to. You know what I mean? I just I don't have a particular choice. It's got to be sketchy. Yeah, it's got to be definitely got to be sketchy and wicked. Oh, yeah, especially totally. for us. And it our... has to be sketchy. But the walls have to be bleeding. You know what uh, we? <laughs> no, you know what we need to do. Okay, my buddy John Rosnick, who he was the other guy who was the fourth on the DeadX Radio podcast yeah, show that we have yeah. with Nick and them. All right, John owns his own production studio here in Sarasota, and it's huge. We have a complex over here. Um, what we need to do is get together, maybe the group of us, especially with our mixed up humor and yours and everything combined, all of us pick a particular spot to go investigate and just tear it up and have him film the whole thing. Dude. Like tear the place up? Or hmm? <laughs> are we being literal or metaphorical? No, no, no. I mean metaphorical. We're I not mean, gonna like tear the, the well, building mean, up. No, I, no, no. I, I know I'm you. I'm talking about. I know you. I'm and I know gonna, John. Okay, me and John are not gonna break anything. We're just gonna. <laughs> I'm talking about tearing up as in really getting in there and investigating and and, and letting our humor fly. It, yeah, it, tear, tear it up. It probably have to be an un. It had to probably be an uncensored Absolutely. documentary. It would have to be. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, Hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm keeping my eye on the ball. Like right now, like with, and it's not gonna happen. But with cussing and stuff, once you get me in that environment, oh, forget about it. <laughs> you'll fit right in. You'll fit right in. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, forget about it. <laughs> We're gonna see the other side of Ash come out. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Because you know, like when you're in those scenarios, and like you know, especially on Ghost Stalkers, I didn't think about it. Like I was genuinely reacting, and when you're genuinely yeah. reacting, I can't think about what I'm about to say. It's just gonna come out. And for me, cussing is like uh, it's a term of endearment. It yeah, really absolutely. is, absolutely. For me, yeah, and, you know, exactly. Jesse and I, we're like former sailors. You know, I'm former Navy and stuff too, military. So yeah, we we definitely have the mouth on us at times. And for us, that's our yeah. brotherhood, how we bond. You know, exactly. And just like you, you know, the proper times where it's like, okay, no cussing here. We can't do that. You know, we can be very oh. professional when we need to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As people should be. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, I am a fan of, of the cuss. Yep. Now, now, Jesse. Now, Jesse. On the other hand, we could probably talk him into doing OnlyFans if we gave him enough tequila. Yeah. We yeah. can make some extra money, man. I'm telling you, bro. We'll split it fifty-fifty. Well, okay. You know what? We'll split it forty-forty because we do got to get Jesse part of it since he's doing it. So yeah, you know. true. Why and not? Look, just help Why me not? nurse the hangover because uh, they hurt too much now, man. I'm getting too old for that. I tell you, right. <sighs> All right, so now, what places have you been to to investigate? We'll get a little bit into the paranormal stuff. What places have sure. you been to to investigate that really made you go, holy crap, this place is haunted? Sure. Uh, there's two that stand out for me. The first one uh, was when we shot Ghost Stalkers, was Whispers Estate in Mitchell, Indiana. That's one. Mm-hmm. And the second for me is Old South Pittsburgh Hospital which I've been to twice. I've got a tattoo on my arm from that place. Um, you know, that, those, those are my two kind of standouts. And like you, you were mentioning, like, you know, you, you want it sketchy. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know, quote unquote, the darker places are my big, biggest teacher. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's dark, but you know, the more intense 
places, the more places that are just like way, way, way uneasy, uh, those tend to be my biggest teachers. Well, to see the one thing that I noticed like with you on Ghost Stalkers that, that I noticed you have a lot in common with us. You like that brick in the head evidence that I call it. It's where it's something <laughs> that's so obvious that it's paranormal that you just can't dispute it, you know? Exactly. You know, it, yeah. It, it, I, yeah. <laughs> like for you, like what's one of the one of those like brick in the head moments that go, whoa, that was paranormal. Um. Oh goodness, let me think. Well, I I would just the first one that comes to mind is on Ghost Stalkers. We were in. I say I want to say it was called Sykesville. Uh, I I don't know. Is this a big insane asylum? And mm-hmm. um. Uh, I had been in there all night by myself, and I was in the most haunted part of the of the location. And uh, I, I was in like a woman's um, locker sort of area. It looked like a woman's, I don't know, uh, wing, like the women's wing. And I, I came around the corner, and I heard this, <laughs> this laugh, <laughs> this woman's laugh in my face. It was a disembodied voice, but it literally knocked me back, you know, knocked the wind out of me about 10 feet. See, and after I after I gathered myself, um, I went upstairs and uh, and I was asking to hear from somebody. And then I heard a patient. It sounded like a patient, like an old man. Uh, total total cliche ghost moan. Just did the old uh, like that. <laughs> and um, and it, it was so it was so wicked. And I remember turning the the camera in my face, and I was completely locked out in shock. And um, I said thank you to the spirit, and then that was I, I kind of called it quits. I think quickly after that, <laughs> I, I I was so spent. And then um, the cool thing about all that, if that wasn't enough, I, I I you see on the camera, I leave, I go to leave, and then this like kind of half uh, this half standing creature in the back of the room because we had green lights all through the room. And we see this creature sort of like get up and hobble after me, like in the room. That oh, was no. kind of like sitting nope. there the whole time. Yeah, Man. totally. I'm but out. it was like, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like this hunched over being. It wasn't like a, a, a straight up figure. Um, so that was, you know, that comes to mind is that was a pretty, you know, and see- where, where you're just like, all right, that's undeniable. The disembodied voice is back to back. You know, I where wherever you are, if you ever hear a disembodied voice, you'll never forget it, and you'll nope. never uh, you'll never forget how it made you feel. Right? Exactly. I was in Key West. I walked into the Audubon House. I was doing an investigation. I walked in the door. We hadn't even started the investigation yet. We were setting up equipment. I walked into the door and I heard something whisper my name in my ear. Oh nope. And at that point in time, I was like haunted. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's one of those moments that you just can't deny something that's that obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things yeah. have and it. And it'll knock the wind out of you, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That That's one of those moments that I think for some people, like even for a diehard skeptic, if they never investigated before or don't believe, they don't even believe in ghosts. That's fine. But the first time you have a real paranormal experience of something in that magnitude, like a disembodied voice, something that you just can't argue or deny at that second, yeah. that's the yeah. moment that really it, it screws you up psychologically for real for like a minute or two. You know what I mean? I mean, when if, if it's especially your first time that's ever happened to you. Oh, yeah. And, you, you know, and then you have you have, once you accept it, you have to accept that there's more. And I think yeah. that's where people get hung up on it. They're afraid to say yes afraid to say yes that happened that exists because once they say yes to this well there's a whole lot more that you got to say yes to oh yeah yeah absolutely so i haven't had the disembodied voicing but things have a tendency to throw things at me when i'm on a investigation <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i've had to duck <laughs> oh wow it's just yeah things don't like me so apparently you're a magnet for domestic violence. Okay, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, are they try- what are they trying to tell you? I know, right? What the hell? Get out. I don't know. <laughs> I remember the first time. So, like, it was at a buddy of mine's house. And we, we've we seen things float around or whatever, seen some apparitions in the house. Of a couple of his grandmother or one of his grandfather. But, like, we we came in. We just got – we used to go to his house after school. And we walk in the door – 
papers fly everywhere, and like this little baseball comes flinging out my head. <laughs> oh wow! It's like all right, we're done. That was that was the first time, and then there's been many, 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 many more after that because every time I turn around, something slinging something at me. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm never taking you to the zoo, especially <laughs> by the monkey cage. <laughs> Fortunately, that hasn't happened. I have a question. Do you do you think you bring out any of those quality? Like, it, do you think it's like you're manifesting that somehow? I'm just asking. I'm just I, curious. Like, so I have I I do everything a specific way. Like even with the show, I clear my head of all mis all preconceptions, all anything, all questions. That's right. Everything that I go into, I try to go into open minded. That way I learned the most from it. I'm free to take in as much information as possible. And right. sometimes it just happens. <laughs> like <laughs> it, that that's the most um often thing that happens. Well, apparently like you were telling me before about that situation with the house, there was already a lot of activity there way before you ever came into it. Well, so yeah. maybe it might be because of the openness that you were allowing it to. You know what I'm saying? No, totally. Yeah. I don't know. How do you go into an investigation? What Wait, wait, wait. Chad and I are doing therapy on you right no, now. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to learn from people here. Let's go. No, go ahead, Chad. <laughs> well, along the same way, I, I don't like to know a lot about the place. I love hearing stories maybe that people have of the place, but I don't like to know necessarily. I like to go in, and I like to get my hands dirty. I, I don't um, I don't enjoy a lot of standing around. I like, you know, I like to just, like you said, tear a place up. You know, not yeah. literally, but figuratively. I like to get in there yeah. and see what's going on, and I like to push the envelope a little bit, and not in a disrespectful way, but like, I'm like, show me, like, you know what I mean? Like, this, yeah. this is so bizarre. Anyway, life is bizarre, so like, it, let's take it up a notch and 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 show me what this is about because. You know, we are we're so limited in what we know or what we think we know. Exactly, and see, and that's the thing that I love about you too with the investigations. You see a lot of it like the way that we do. That when we go into an investigation, uh, we go in with the like you said, the no preconceived notions. We just are there to find facts, see what's going on, but we want to push the boundary a little bit. And I'm not talking about provoking or nothing like that. I know that you don't provoke either. I'm just saying that, you know, we, we want to get that, that brick in the head evidence. You know, we want to see something that we can definitively go, yeah, there's something here. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I want to be, I want to be rattled. Yeah. I, yes. You know, look, <laughs> and we've been doing this a minute too. And I, I want to be rattled. I want the next level. You know, if that means, uh, you know, tossing me down the stairs a little bit, I don't know, pushing me back. <laughs> but I can deal with that. Um, I, I just, Let's go. I, you know, I don't think, I don't think they can, you know, kill you. <laughs> what I think, well, I don't know. After your extensive, you know, sessions in movies and TV, it's kind of hard. But you know, yeah. if we yeah. take you on an investigation with stairs, we're going to make you bubble wrapped first. But yeah. but here's the main thing too is the fact of like you were just saying about you know the the really pushing it and 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 getting a a sense of a kick out of it in a sense. I think that, honestly, that's why so many of us got into investigating, and I think a lot of people have forgotten about that, that you got right. into investigating that when you had your buddies there with you, your team, your, you know, you got the camaraderie going, you're investigating, they forget the fun. They forget to bring the fun. Yeah. You know, that's why we started exactly. doing what we do, you know? Exactly, exactly. And, it, you know, if you notice, like, when you're out and about doing these things, so much happens when we just kind of let down a little bit. We start cutting up. We start laughing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, bang, something happens, and it wasn't when we were all focused and, like, all serious. Oh, absolutely, because let's face it. Some ghosts have an ego, and they're like, okay, you're no longer paying attention to me. Let me get your attention now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like a spoiled little kid, you know? Yeah. Or they want nothing to do with you, and I, yeah. I can understand that, too. You oh, know absolutely. I mean, like. I, I feel like I'm, like, either really loved by the spirits or I'm hated. You know what I mean? There's no oh, middle yeah. ground. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It's either, like, you're completely entertained by this guy or it's, like, get this guy out of here. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> I wonder how many times you have walked into a location that a spirit actually saw you and was like, is that the dude from Supernatural? <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny? So I have heard over time, um, like, through the devices – and, you know, with big groups, you know, I've heard them say, is that Chad Lindbergh? 
And and you start to wonder, I'm like, well, how, number one, how do they know our names to begin with, right? That's a whole other thing. But they said the first and last name, and I'm like, okay, so do we, like, do they do we, do we kind of get a little known in that area? Not necessarily because of celebrity, but because of, like, just the connecting that we do with the other side, you know what I mean? Actually, that's a very valid point, because, I mean, the fact that I was all the way down in Key West, and this is before I moved and lived down there. I lived down in Key West for a few years. But I did this investigation and never been to Key West before this. And it's the same thing. It's like, how this thing know my name? You know, I've never been down here before, you know? Right. That's super sketchy. That is pretty sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At that point in time, but, it's you know, kind of personal. Nine yeah. times out of ten, I feel like they do know. And, yeah. or, and or they have a hand in getting us to those places. I believe that, too. You know, That's... It's not just us saying, hey, I want to go there. There's something beyond that, you know? Yeah. Like an attraction of some sort. So what really got you into uh, wanting to do the whole ghost hunting thing? Well, I, I, I had a lot of experiences as a kid, and I, I guess I've always just been fascinated with um, the paranormal and just life in general. I don't think none of this is, is normal. Uh, I think it's very odd to be a human being, and um, I think a lot of people just take that for granted, right? Ain't that the truth? I'm like, nah. Yeah, I'm like, where are the aliens, man? This is weird in itself, you know. Let's stop, stop <laughs> for a minute and think about it. It's, it's bizarre. I'm like you. So, we got to uh, kind of step it up a little bit now. We need the aliens no. to land. <laughs> totally, totally. I'm like, you know, I hope it wasn't another balloon. I'm like, I know, I, I want this to be a thing. Is this, is this happening? Are we this? You know, come on. No, I totally, you know? I totally agree. I remember when I first saw like the the second one when it showed up, and they said they shot down an, an unidentified, you know, flying object. Yeah, I was like, Same okay, reaction. is this going to be another balloon again, or did we actually just shoot down a UFO? You know, it's like, man, I was clamoring to find any information, man, to find out, you know? I know. I know. Here's the thing, though. I think, I don't think, I think the aliens are so beyond us that they would not allow themselves to be taken down. Like, I I, I just feel like they would see that coming. You know what I mean? I just feel like they'd be like, okay, nice, nice try. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like shooting a Nerf dart at them. Yeah. Yeah, or they're testing, right? They're testing it. They're like, okay, let's just throw something out there. None of us will be in it, but we're going to throw something out there, see how they react. You know, they're, they're dipping their toes in the water, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny because we, we had Avi Loeb on our show, and Avi Loeb, he's a uh, theoretical physicist. He's also a uh, Harvard professor, and he actually now runs the uh, – I forgot the name of the uh, – do you remember the name of the, the – Basically, what it is is the governmental search for aliens. Like, yeah, he works with the government, actually yeah. searching for aliens in space and look, looking for the the technology possibly uh, to prove that there's alien alien existence. He actually works for the government, and um, so when we had him on, one of the things that he brought up was the same point you brought up. He was like, "Yeah, if we ever thought that you know we could handle them if they came here, no, because just them making yeah. the trip here alone, yeah. they already outpower us already." Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're way beyond any of this. I mean, look how people reacted over a balloon, you know. Oh, exactly. Uh, you know, like, and I'm like, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this is a small little indication of how people would react if there were actual, like, any sort of alien anything. And this was over the balloon. And I get what did, you know, regardless of what, what it actually is. And now fast forward here, and then I think I read just before I hopped on here that Canada yes. shot something down mm-hmm. too. Yep. And what, our, okay, so what's going on here, right? <laughs> exactly. It, right at the beginning of the show, we actually we, we do this thing that we do every week about like getting people to go back and you know listen to our past shows and share them and stuff like that. And we do this thing with like Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> playing in the background, and I do kind of like the old TV commercials about you know to save this child, you know, or save this puppy, you know, give you know blah blah blah, and we get people to go to the show. So I told him, I said, I don't get it, you know, we, we sent out three balloons now for Valentine's Day to everybody, including one to Canada. They shot it down with F twenty two Raptors. I said the government just does not love Valentine's Day. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> Probably what it is, because we we need to take care of Valentine's Day. We need to get it out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep, absolutely. But to touch on the, the aliens once again, I I have been of the opinion that I hope in my lifetime that I see the moment 
Like, I want there to be the official moment of, like, yeah, we're here. You guys are way behind us. Uh, We're real. It's a thing. Man, I want to see that, right? I want to be alive for that. Oh, I would love to be a part of that. But here's the thing, though. I don't think they're going to be doing anything with us publicly for quite a while because we're, like, Compton after dark. They they just go by, roll the windows up, lock the doors, keep going, you know? It's true. Yeah. Look how the world is right now. Exactly. How people are towards each other. Like, it's just, and that's so disappointing to me. I, I see people who are just all, we got to talk to each other. We got to try to be nice to each other. And you're absolutely right. If I was one of the aliens, I'd be like, no way. Nope. Be like, nope, not yet. That's a whole lot of nope. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> now, give him a couple hundred years. <laughs> now, now here's the thing, though. Watch, Chad's going to be the one who actually does get abducted and disappear. Yeah. If you ever disappear, I know it's going to be because of a UFO. You knew what? Yeah, exactly. You know what happened to me, and just know that I'm up there or wherever negotiating on everyone's behalf. Dude, bro, even if it didn't happen, you just disappeared. That's the rumor I'm starting. Just letting you know. <laughs> Do it. I'm just letting you know everybody's going to think that you were abducted by UFO. I will swear up and down. I was standing next to you. They totally, you know, pushed me to the side. They're like, nope, we want Chad. I'm going to dress up like Ash and be like, I faint it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well, listen, brother, we're getting ready to cut the show here in just a couple of minutes. So feel free right now. I'm going to give you carte blanche for a minute to put out, like, all your social medias, you know, anything you got going on. You got a full minute to throw it out there oh uh, well thank you guys for having me most importantly it's an honor and uh hopefully we can do this again thank you so oh, much absolutely. everyone listening yeah man it's always a pleasure and all my socials are chad Lindbergh for the most part tiktok is real chad Lindbergh. um i would tell people if they're fast fans watch it you know watch icons on earth on uh, vice tv right now and um other than that man just you know uh, Take care of yourselves, you know? Everyone take care of yourselves. Life is so important every moment. So thank you, guys. Absolutely. And thank you for coming on, man. We're honored to have you on. And uh, it's been a real pleasure talking to you, man. Love to have you on. Right right back at you. Always, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. This, this, This was nice. All right, brother. We'll definitely stay in contact because I was dead serious about working out some stuff with you in the future. We'll talk later. Let's do it. All right, brother. All right. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, so you heard Mr. Chad Lindbergh here on Paraprobe Radio. we got some more guests coming up in the future. Uh, we're looking at bringing on some a uh, little bit of everybody. Uh, like we said, we've been kind of pushing more and more away from doing the, the paranormal stuff and doing a lot more of, like, you know, music and just television and movies and stuff, uh, learning how to work the phones like Jesse's trying to do right now. Uh, that wasn't your fault, though, man. I can't believe somebody unplugged the system. That is so stupid. Well, no, it, it, I... I, I have to take that back. I have to retract and uh, put blame where blame is due. It's glitching out. So you're out. recanting your statement? Uh, I, yeah, that. Okay. Well, no, it's it's glitching out. Like, I literally have to fidget with the um, little telephone jack here. Oh, so the cord then, was loose? And then it does oh, I just it, saw it, yeah. Yeah, it blinks and freaks out and does whatever. Oh, great. The ghost followed you here, and now it's messing with the phones. Yeah. I had the phones. You no, know, it's better than throwing stuff at me, all right? I'm good. <laughs> this is true. That's a good point. There's a lot of expensive equipment in here. We don't need them throwing stuff. Well, then I'll throw it. Uh, <laughs> Even though we wanted to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but listen, uh, everybody out there, so make sure you tune in again. Uh, you know, Check out all of our shows. Once again, go back into iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and just look up Paraprobe. That's all you have to do. Go back and listen to some of our past interviews, uh, a lot of our different shows and topics we talk about in the paranormal. Um, we have a lot of guests coming up in the near future, too, like I was talking about. It's going to be like country music stars. Uh, rock stars, uh, some rap people. Um, we're gonna have some television, some movie people. Yeah, we're we're gonna keep still doing the paranormal thing because we're that's, branching out. That's our bread and butter, paraprobe. Yeah, we're but like we a are, virus. We're spreading. Exactly. <laughs> we are, like I said, we're, we're herpes. Yeah, we are the CDC of VDs. So we're gonna be spreading everywhere. <laughs> and definitely check out Chad Lindbergh. He was a super good dude, and uh, he yeah. he didn't have to, you know, come on the show and check us out or anything. And he was super patient with the whole phone thing, which I hate you. I hate you, phone. Dude, I so want to find out about that project. I think I know what it is, but I can't ask him I, on air. We will, we will talk afterwards because um, I have some friends that have some friends that know some people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, Tony down on the docks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All right. He'll yeah. be sleeping with the fishes soon. Don't yeah. worry about it. Forget yeah. about it. Forget about <laughs> it. We'll find out for you. But, yeah. So, anyways, we're getting ready to bounce out of here. 
We'll see you guys again next weekend. Make sure you tune in live at 1490 AM WWPR at 6 PM Eastern Standard Time for Paraprobe or go to 1490 WWPR.com and listen to us live every week. Hey,